Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 204, looking at Isaiah 1 and 2, and then Matthew chapter 20 and the first 19 verses. Now we do start a brand new book in Isaiah today. The book is split into two halves, very similar to the Old and New Testament. In the first we see the judgment pronounced on Judah, and in the second we see the deliverance of Judah from their enemies, much like how Jesus delivers us from all of our sin. The name Isaiah means the salvation of Jehovah, or the one that brings salvation in Jehovah. Although 700 years before Jesus, Isaiah would point in his writings to the one, to the Messiah, who would save the people for eternity. Now we see today in our first chapter that Isaiah was able to connect with four prominent kings, but it was not politics or power that he was concerned with. It was the faith of the leaders of the land that drew his attention. On the outside, the people looked right, even were religious, but internally the people were void of God and lived a wicked life. God had seen their sin and saw past the pretense. They had made a mockery of God and his grace and in doing so invited the judgment of God upon them. Yet in verse 18 we are reminded of that grace once again where God gives them yet another chance to come to him in all humility. Chapter 2 causes us to look ahead to see that God will gain victory and he will also judge. But he also bless in his grace. Humble and faithful servants will find joy in God's will, but those who reject his commands will find judgment in a most horrible way. I think there's a wonderful application here for us. We are to get our eyes off the here and now, where we're going to be tempted to sin and ignore God. Instead, we're to look to Jesus, see the eternal realm, and let it shape how we live now. In removing our eyes of Jesus, we will find ourselves away from the blessing. Yet in coming to Jesus, we find ourselves filled with the hope and promises of God. We now head into the Gospel of Matthew, and we have previously seen the disciples argue and question who was the greatest. We've also seen how the rich young man was denied eternal life due to his love of his possessions and lack of desire to follow Jesus in all things. So, who does get the reward of heaven? And how should the disciples treat the following of Jesus? To answer this, Jesus gives us another parable centred around the owner of a vineyard and how he pays his workers. The question that comes from the parable is who should get paid what? Should those who worked more hours get more pay? Should those who arrived later in the day get paid less? We have two underlying principles here. Firstly, the owner treated everyone fairly. None went without and he honoured the agreements he had put in place. Secondly, the owner chose to be more generous to those that worked later in the day rather than those who did the whole day. By grace, he offered these latecomers the same amount as the others. Clearly, the connotation we get here is when we consider the following of Jesus, that should be our focus, that should be our blessing to know the wonderful reward that is in Christ Jesus himself. All will be treated fairly and that all will be offered salvation in Jesus. But to some, Jesus will generously bless even further. It's not our place to question, to desire or even to aim for such an increased blessing. But it's entirely falling upon Jesus as to how and who he blesses. Jesus reminds us why he has such a right. He came to give his life, to be rejected and killed, to rise from the dead so that he might provide us salvation by his blood. I feel that we often need reminding of this. God is faithful to those who follow him. It is not for us to demand or to seek more, but it's for us to respond to such faithfulness with our lives. We don't follow Jesus for what we can get out of it. We follow Jesus for what he has done for us. What we're talking about is contentment. 
to seek no more than Jesus himself, and if God grants us more, then so be it, for he will always gain the glory. Let us pray about these things today. Father, we do indeed pray that as your children, we would be humble and faithful servants, that we would find joy in your will, that we would not do things that would call upon the judgment of God, but rather we would live faithfully before you. We recognise, Father, that you will bless and reward by your grace in however and whichever way you choose. Let us not seek increased blessing. Let us simply be content with Jesus and spend our time, our energy, our hope and our desires focused on him. And as we do that, we pray that we'll be led away from temptation and towards the glorious grace of our Lord and Saviour. So we pray in his name. Amen.